0: I'm Amber. And I'm Becca. From cranberries. To cows. And everything in between. This is Forward Farming.
1: Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Forward Farming. It's Becca today again. We have a really exciting episode for you. I just figured I'd give you a quick little intro to it and a quick little, you know, a little life, life update not as long as the last one, I promise. Um, I'm coming to you live for my truck again. I hope the audio is okay, but I, I've been doing so much driving lately, and it's a little ironic because I used to hate driving, but I think the reason that I actually enjoy it now is because I'm not Like, always in a rush to get somewhere when I was working and I needed to like drive somewhere or get something done, it was always like, Oh my gosh, okay, I gotta get done with work, then I gotta rush to this thing and get that, and then get back before the kids and stuff. And now I'm just able to plan a little bit better. And so, yeah, I've enjoyed driving a lot lately, and it also allows me to like catch up on podcasts and things like that. So, I am enjoying it. Um, I wanted to take a minute just before I introduce this episode to thank everyone. Who is just always so kind to both Amber and I? Um, messages on social media and text messages about last week's episode, especially, just kind of sharing my my life and my heart and stuff. Sometimes it's people are like, "How do you like? How do you do that like publicly and stuff?" And sometimes it's weird to talk about, but at the same time, I've said this so many times that farming can be isolating. And, you know, motherhood can be like isolating. Like a lot of things can be isolating. And so for me, sharing this, um, you know, in this avenue or whatever, just really allows me to find people that know exactly how I'm feeling or people that are kind of going through the same thing. We're able to have really great conversations about it. And then, you know, at the same time, some people are kind of like thinking that they need to make a big change like this. And I think it's helpful to to find someone that's kind of going through it and that you can share your struggles with and your wins with and kind of just navigate through the journey with. Um, so that's, I don't, that's why I share and I hope it's helpful to other people. And I just know by the messages and the conversations that I've been having that it's, it's definitely helpful to me. So for everyone that takes the time to reach out, uh, I just wanted to say thank you. All right. So today's episode, we were joined by Abigail and Abigail, excuse me Abigail works with the Farm Wisconsin Discovery Center up in Manitowoc I have not been there yet but I think that we will be planning a trip this summer because I have followed them on social media since they opened and it's just it seems like the coolest place so it's a really great episode I hope you guys um, take the time to maybe plan a vacation up there let me know if you go and how it is it's there's like a lot to do around the area so you can kind of plan a trip up there if you're not super local to Manitowoc um we kind of talk about all that about planning a vacation and like everything that you can do up there they've got some really cool special events coming up um so yeah I hope you guys enjoyed the episode thank you again for listening and without further ado here is our episode with Abigail
2: all right guys, we are really excited for our guest today. We are joined by Abigail Winkle and she is with Farm Wisconsin Discovery Center over in Manitowoc County and I have been following you guys on Instagram for a little while so I've seen a little bit about it but I'm really excited to hear how it got started, how you ended up in this position and just hear a little bit more about it because I think it's a really great thing for Wisconsin to have in a really unique part of the state as well. So Welcome Abigail and tell us, tell us all about yourself. We're gonna throw you in the hot seat right away.
3: Awesome, yes, thank you for having me on the podcast. I'm excited to be joining both of you ladies And I've been doing the same following the Forward Farming podcast for quite some time. And so glad we could connect here and I'm excited to meet all of your viewers. Like you said, my name is Abigail Winkle and I'm the program manager at the Farm Wisconsin Discovery Center and have been for just about two and a half years. So a, a joined Farm Wisconsin at a really interesting time being that it was October, 2020, mid pandemic. So interesting time to join the tourism industry for right. sure. <laughs> um, but agriculture's really been a part of my life story. I grew up on my family's dairy farm just outside of Milton, Wisconsin, and found a love for agriculture there and continued that through college and through my first few jobs out of college and then found my way to Farm Wisconsin. And it really is a nice platform for me to be able to share my passion for agriculture with others and people that are coming through our doors at Farm Wisconsin.
2: So tell us a little bit about Farm Wisconsin, because it looks like a kid's dream day and adults too. So what can you expect when you walk through the doors? Right. Farm Wisconsin is an agriculture
3: education facility. And we like to say, yeah, it's perfect for everyone from two to 102 to come and experience Wisconsin agriculture. Whether you are really involved in the industry or quite removed from how your food travels from field to fork, there's something to learn around every corner. And so our mission is to share the wonders of Wisconsin agriculture with people here in our state and even beyond, we see people coming from you know, throughout the United States, when they come to Wisconsin and are looking for that quintessential Wisconsin experience, they can come on out to Farm Wisconsin and learn more about everything from corn, cranberries, carrots, Christmas trees, you name it. If it's grown in Wisconsin, we're talking about it at Farm Wisconsin.
2: That's really, that's awesome. I mean, it's like our podcast in a, in a building. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) it is. Yeah. (laughs) So when you, when you walk through the doors, are there different exhibits? Um, Does it change throughout the year? Is it kind of just one thing throughout? Can you kind of just like visualize and just kind of like walk us through, through the building? Sure. Our Discovery Center
3: experience is threefold. The first being our exhibit space. We have 10,000 square feet of hands-on interactive exhibits that are really geared to be a fun learning environment. And these exhibits are where we showcase the diversity of Wisconsin agriculture that I had just mentioned. And so it starts off by talking about America's dairy land. Of course, we're proud of our cows and uh, dairy industry in Wisconsin. And then you travel um, throughout our exhibits learning about different commodities that are grown and raised in Wisconsin, everything from food, fuel to fiber. Uh, additionally, we talk about you know, the sustainability and how are farmers caring for the land and their environment, the water. We really like to highlight technology. So there's a technology section, and then there's a spot kind of at the end that talks about how you can see yourself in the agriculture community. And the focus of these exhibits is like I said, it's really fun hands-on. Two of our most popular exhibits being a kinetic sand table which if you've never played with kinetic sand, it's awesome. <laughs> Until uh, it's all over your carpet. Which... <laughs> well, yes, our vacuums uh, are, we invest in good vacuums. Yeah, <laughs> On the carpet. but uh, yeah, it, it's fun being that it's kinetic sand, but it's got a really neat message tied in being the fact that it's talking all about the landscape in Wisconsin and water runoff and what farmers are doing to care for that. And then probably our second, uh, equally tied for most popular exhibit is our combine simulator. So people (laughs) can uh, hop in the seat, the actual seat of a combine. We have a combine seat upstairs, two of them. And folks have a chance to um, visually drive in a field and pretend like they're harvesting corn. And since there's two of them, it's fun to race your friends and family. (laughs) Oh, fun. I think that if, Joe got
0: in one of those, he would never leave. He'd be like kicking and screaming.
3: <laughs> right. Yes. There's sometimes a line. Yeah, people, people love those.
0: <laughs> I think it's it's just so cool because obviously, you know, we always tell farmers they need to share their story. And while a lot of farmers are, it's just it's really hard to to have the time to do it all the time. So you're kind of sharing our story for us and helping us, you know, spread the good word about agriculture and what we're doing on the farms. And I think that's really cool. And Um, Another thing that's awesome is that they can kind of experience a farm without necessarily going on the farm, because especially with like big operations, it's not very safe for kids, you know, that don't have any experience to be on the farm. So it's awesome that they can still have that experience and be safe while they're doing it.
3: Exactly. And right. Wisconsin weather is not perfect. 365 days of the year, more like Mm -hmm. 20, 20 or something. I don't know. (laughs) It's cold or hot or muddy. And so. Uh, yeah, this is an environment that is clean and um, yeah, offers that opportunity for people to connect with agriculture when maybe they don't even know a farmer or where to go to meet a farmer and so um, they can come to Farm Wisconsin and we like to say, we, we try to bring the experts in so we are bringing in different commodity groups and different farmers throughout the year. So people have a chance to meet their farmers and um, bringing consumers and farmers to the same place at Farm Wisconsin.
2: That's, that's awesome. That's that's really cool. And I'm so happy that you're bringing the farmers there so people can ask them questions and, and just really get the full experience. I know um, like working at the state fair every summer, just, the curiosity, you know, people come up to you not knowing, you know, like a cranberry vine from a, a, blueberry bush, and they have so many questions, and just to, you know, just give them the whole story and and from start to finish is really fun. So that's really awesome. Um, so when you're working so closely with the farmers, do you have to update um, your information every so often, or do you have how often are you updating that? Because I know everything is changing so rapidly in the industry.
3: Exactly, yes. So our exhibit experience is all permanent displays, but we keep a really close tab on you know statistics that are updating. And I think the building did a really nice job when they were designing it. It's, it's not loaded full of statistics because A, who's going to remember numbers? That's not what's exciting about agriculture and B, they do um, need to be updated all the time. So our exhibit space is permanent and uh, does more of a job of telling the story of how food is traveling from farm to field. And then we take the opportunity to highlight different industries throughout the year where we're diving more in depth, where we're inviting industry experts and we're talking maybe about some of those numbers and moving targets and you know, the calendar year does a really nice job of providing us those opportunities, whether we're talking about planting season and what we're planting, whether we're talking about harvest season, you know, upcoming in March, we're talking about maple season here in Wisconsin, we're tapping all of those trees. So we're we're able to talk about different commodities throughout the year, bring in those experts and have that really tangible, up-to-date information for people to consume.
2: So you mentioned that you have um, the you you're talking about maple in March. Do you have any other events coming up um yeah. kind of in like this this quote unquote slower season? Right. Yes. So
3: January, February, March, April here. we're we're it's slower, but we're gearing up for planting season here in Wisconsin. And one of the first commodities we talk about throughout the year is maple as we are tapping trees here in March. And that is, we're really excited to highlight that for our Maple Days event, that's happening March 10th and 11th at Farm Wisconsin. And then we lead right into, um, you know, the spring, we're thinking about baby animals. So we're going to be highlighting baby animals at Farm Wisconsin, uh, especially chicks. We think about chicks and bunnies as the Easter season comes up. So we will be having an Easter brunch and an egg hunt coming up for April. And it's kind of fun because these are events that uh, are planned on people's calendars, but we can kind of sneak some education in there talking about hatching chicks and eggs and the poultry industry in Wisconsin, along with having a fun egg hunt.
0: Oh, that is so fun. <laughs> is there like um, a calendar that you guys have online just kind of with all the all the events going on? I'm just thinking if, if people aren't within driving distance or, you know, they just want to kind of plan a little vacation this summer. Um, I'm I'm assuming there's plenty of hotels and stuff around the area that they
3: can kind of just add this to to their stop. Exactly. Yes. So we have a calendar full of events coming up and they are all on our website at farmwisconsin.org. And people can take a look and see, you know, what works for them, what event is kind of piquing their interest, because we've got something going on year round. And I love that you mentioned people that, you know, may not be close by, may want to drive a little bit longer and stay overnight. And we've really been excited to kind of put together some of these agriculture itineraries for people. So when you're coming to Farm Wisconsin, you're coming over to Manitowoc, to the eastern part of the state and what else can you be doing uh, at Farm Wisconsin? We've been working with the Wisconsin Agriculture Tourism Association to give people options for, I want to continue my learning and continue my ag venture. So I want to go out to an alpaca farm or we've got a a goat, dairy goat farm next door to us or um, aquaponic farm. So how do we continue um, sharing agriculture's message with people and have really an ag venture
2: weekend. I love that. That's so cute. You guys have just thought of
3: everything.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and it's like you said earlier, it's hard to, to always find a farmer that you can tour, especially if you don't know one. So it seems like you guys are just kind of making it a little bit easier to, to not only go to the center, but then to also be like, Hey, you can go tour this farm. Also, I want to, I want to go to the alpaca farm. I want to go yes. through
3: that. <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. London Dairy Alpacas is a really great partner of ours. And yeah, we want, we want to be a hub and a source for people to experience agriculture. We always like to say that it's all about experiences and creating those Instagrammable moments and having that time together um, to experience agriculture. And then we'll kind of add the learning along the way, but it's about those those moments that you can create with your friends and family and whoever you're traveling with.
2: I mean, when I'm walking through and learning, I get pretty hungry. Like I'm, I'm just always hungry. Do you have any food options available at Farm Wisconsin? We do. Yes. I love, I love that segue because I get hungry. That was so
3: smooth. (laughs) Wasn't it? (laughs) Right, yes. So, right, you spent this time learning all about how Wisconsin food is produced and processed and we want you to continue that farm to table journey in our Wisconsin cafe where we serve breakfast and lunch and we source a lot of our ingredients from really local places to us um, in near and around Manitowoc so whether you're uh, coming early and want to have that breakfast option or you've been there a couple hours and are looking for some lunch we've got a lot of great options on our menu and have a fabulous chef shout out to Dustin our head chef he is creating the menu and it's rotating. It rotates seasonally depending on what's in season. We have different soups and different salads and sandwiches that come on and off our menu depending on what's in season. And so it really does a nice job of continuing that farm to table journey at Farm Wisconsin.
2: Do you have a favorite item on the menu that you could recommend? Something that's just like a must have or something that you just always crave? Yes.
3: So I love our teaback sandwich. It's a turkey bacon sandwich. And the bacon is from Newton Meats, which is uh, like just down the road from from Wisconsin. They're really well known for their high quality bacon. And the turkey bacon has like avocados and um, a garlic mayo. It's delicious.
2: That's my (laughs) go-to. That sounds good. Jeez. I might have to just come across the state just (laughs) Just to go there, we should yes. not be recording this during dinner. I know, <laughs> <laughs> also true. <laughs> um, do you need an appointment to come, or is it just buy a ticket at the door? What are and what are your hours like?
3: Our hours are Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. And that's year round, I think a lot of people are often surprised that we're open year round, but we are so come on out whatever time of year works for you. And then we have special hours as well, so we always tell people to just watch our website I know spring break is coming up and a lot of families are looking for things to do. uh, During that time off of school, so we have some extended hours for spring break coming up so definitely check our calendar. Uh, But we are open year-round, Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, and most people buy tickets at the door. You can buy tickets ahead of time on our website at farmwisconsin.org, but also you're welcome to just uh, come to our front door and purchase admission right when you get there.
2: Perfect.
0: For the, oh my, let me just hit my door. Um, For like your special events, do you typically sell tickets before then or are people welcome? Like, do you have a kind of a limit of how many people can attend?
3: So we do sell tickets ahead of time for um, our events that are going on. And those are all or the events that I've been talking about are included with general admissions. So you, you could buy those ahead of time. You still could um, purchase them at our door. We have we do not sell out for general admission tickets. But that, uh, that brings up kind of a nice segue. We do have some additional workshops where they are separate from our Discovery Center. They dive deeper into a specific Wisconsin agriculture topic. And those are sign-up only. And do often sell out. We just had a, uh, a wine and cheese pairing that we did at Farm Wisconsin uh, recently, and that had, uh, yeah, great turnout. But I had to buy tickets ahead of time. So our workshops are a nice option for you to dive deeper into specific agriculture topics.
2: That sounds really fun. If there's any teachers out there that are listening, um, they want to bring their class there. Is there anyone that they can contact to maybe set up like a private um, day or get tickets in advance?
3: We love field trips at Farm Wisconsin. So I'm glad you are, are kind of asking about this because field trips are one of my favorite parts. I love working with teachers and students that are coming through our doors. And if you're a teacher listening to this, we are booking up fast for spring coming up uh, April and May are really popular times for uh, teachers to take field trips with their students. And so if you're thinking about it, we'd love for you to come out to Farm Wisconsin. We've got a special tab on our webpage that talks about field trips and we can accommodate anything from preschool all the way up through high school, which is pretty unique. I would say that we could really tailor our content to whatever age students you are teaching teaching. and teaching. We have add-ons to our field trip. So they will experience our typical threefold discovery center experience with our exhibits, our birthing barn and our virtual field trip or virtual dairy farm tour. And then we can add on some STEM science, technology, engineering and math labs. These learning labs can be added on in different areas of agriculture. And that's really the part where we can tailor it depending on the age group that you're bringing in and really have kind of that hands-on additional experience for field trips.
2: That's so cool. I'm so happy you guys are doing this. I'm definitely going to tell a lot of my friends and family about this and pass along to my school district's teachers, because this just sounds honestly like a dream trip for, for everybody to go to. So, um, Is there anything else, Abigail, that we might not have asked about that you want to highlight? I would uh, love to shine a spotlight
3: on our birthing barn. That's kind of one really unique area of farm Wisconsin and I think is probably the most memorable part for many people that are visiting, especially if you have the chance to watch a calf being born. So we each day that we're open, we bring over two pregnant cows from our partner dairy farm, the Grow to family, and cross our fingers, right, uh, that we have a birth for the day. Of course, it's up to Mother Nature, but right now we're averaging about one calf born every other day that we're open at Farm Wisconsin. So your odds are pretty good, and it's just a really awesome opportunity to connect really closely with Wisconsin agriculture and want, witness the miracle of
2: calf birth. You have real cows. I thought it was just like a, like a simulation thing. Like you bring uh, in actual no. cows? Yes, <laughs> yes, they're
3: actual cows. And that is uh, one of the only parts of Farb Wisconsin that is staffed full time. So our exhibit experience is meant to be hands on, uh, but it's self-guided so that you could take your time and read read through the exhibits at your own pace. But there's always a staff member in our birthing barn, which provides an awesome opportunity to... You know, ask those questions that you maybe want to ask Google, but we hope you don't as agriculturalists. And so ask somebody in our birthing barn. And then, right, that, that member, birthing barn staff member is there monitoring our live cows, yes, and uh, <laughs> watching as labor is progressing and assisting if needed. But yes, they're live cows. We've had over 650 calves born on site since we opened Ooh. in July of 2018.
2: That's so cool. I feel like if you have little kids in there while that's happening, I feel like you get some pretty fun questions and conversations. We do, and even if there's not a calf birth, some of my best, questions, favorite
3: questions are from students. You know, how long is a cow's tongue, or um, you know, are cows black with white spots or white with black spots? That's a funny one. Um,
2: yeah, just the the best
3: questions come from time spent in the birthing barn.
2: I love it. And that's a great segue because Abigail, before we let you go, we're going to, we're going to ask you some rapid fire questions. Are you ready for this? All right, let's go. (laughs) Becca, do you want to start off?
0: I feel like I ask the same question all the time, but it's the most important question that we ask guests. So we're going to do it. You're a quick trip. Okay. Okay. You're going for some chocolate milk. Are you grabbing green crap? Green cap, sorry, shouldn't have said it was crap, or brown cap? I'm a brown cap mug fan. Yes.
2: All right. <laughs> Wins. Really? Right, well, you're, you're in the minority here. <laughs> Whatever. I, it's two against one. <laughs> today it is. Yes, I'll take it. <laughs> That's fair. Okay. So now that you asked, I kind of want to know is a cow white with black spots or black with white spots?
3: So they have white skin under their white spots and black skin under their black spots. I
2: wasn't question. expecting like a real answer. That's I yeah. didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Fun fact. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'm learning something today. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, did Becca freeze?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was just yeah. that. Oh, she's that back. Frozen? Okay. You were. Yeah, we were both waiting in suspense for oh. the question.
0: <laughs> oh. Thinking real hard. Yeah, no, I don't know why. It was just like frozen for 10 seconds, both of you. Um, did you ask another question or no? Did I miss nope. anything? No, nope, you're okay. up. <laughs> um, let's see. What is
3: your favorite breed of cow? I love Holsteins. I grew up with Holsteins, um, but all, all, the, all the cows have a special place in my heart, but I grew up with Holsteins, so I'd have to stick to them.
2: I'll allow it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. One. One more question. Squeaky or fried cheese curds? Oh, great question.
3: Both winners in my book, though. I probably I love squeaky cheese curds. I actually in college I went to UW Madison and worked at the Babcock Hall Dairy Plant during my time there. So I got like fresh cheese curds like out of the vat, and that's hard to beat.
0: Yeah, that is. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, before we let you go, do you just want to share once again, um, the website where people can find you on social media and where everyone can get a hold of you?
3: Of course. Yes. So farmwisconsin.org is our website. And again, that's where you can find information about our current hours, some of our extended spring break hours, like I was talking about, as well as information about field trips, or if you have a group you want to bring, some group tour information is all on there. And we'd love for you to follow us on social media channels. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We just got a TikTok. So uh, follow us there, Farm Wisconsin Discovery Center. We're on all the platforms that you're on. And we'd love for people to connect with us.
2: And we will link all of that in our show notes. So if you missed it this time, it'll be down there for you guys to find real easy. So thank you, Abigail, so much for coming on. This, I mean, that was, that was perfect. I it got me real excited to go check it out. So you might be seeing, you might be seeing us this summer. (laughs) Perfect. Yes, definitely. I hope people, if, uh, if you're
3: listening, definitely uh, come say hi to me. I'd love to meet you when you come out to Manitowoc.
2: Perfect. Well, thank you again, Abigail. And if you guys are not Following us already, make sure to check us out at Ford Farming Podcasts on all social media platforms and sometimes YouTube when the internet cooperates. Um, you can find me over at Cranberry Chats. Becca is over at Becca Hilby. I almost said farming with the Hilbies, hard habit to break. Sorry, Becca. Still, it's been and a while. Still, I know it. Get was. over it. <laughs> working on it. <laughs> um, and you can please leave us a rating and review wherever it's allowed because we. It really brightens our day and it's and it helps us out a little bit too. So thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye.